0: Welcome to Trans Mafia. I'm Blue. This is Orion. And here we are with another episode of Trans Mafia. Absolutely. Hope everybody had a good week. We are taping this weekend because Orion and I both had a super crazy week. We're unable to tape, so here we are now. (laughs) Better late than never. Absolutely. Just saying. Yeah. So I ran across an article this week um, about a trans woman who was dating a cis... Uh, man and he apparently committed suicide because he was bullied for dating her Um, digging into the story um, I found an Instagram post from this girl her name was Faith um, that said that she was trying to get away from him that they had an abusive relationship and stuff like that so I I don't know I didn't I don't know the whole story obviously I don't think anybody ever will but I think it's important um, to think about when cis men date trans women, that there's a lot of factors that play into that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, their relationship may have been abusive. Again, I don't know. I don't. All I know is what I read. However, I would not... I don't have much doubt that he was bullied from other people mm-hmm. through dating a trans woman, because they usually are.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know? Um, so...
1: Well, I think also, like, he was an African-American man.
0: Yeah. And yeah.
1: there's, I mean, yes, it happens in uh, you know, the white communities too, but I think specifically in African-American communities, there's so many things that-
0: There's a real stigma and shame in the trans community. Trans and 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 gay community, community, the
1: queer community, um, which kind of partially stems from religion, Mm -hmm. um, like the ties to religion, but also I think it's multiple, the the thing with multiple oppressions, really. Yeah. Right? Because like when you are already like dealing with, <laughs> with like Trump <laughs> and all the fuckers, and then you're having to deal with like being queer. And I think that that actually happens a lot. I know that a, it's, uh, the domestic violence is very, very high for trans women mm-hmm. in relationships with cis straight men. And
0: do you think? And I'm just gonna ask this. Mm-hmm. I'm not assuming. I'm not mm-hmm. saying I agree with it or I think this is the way it is. Mm-hmm. But do you think some of that comes in the beginning of the relationship where they don't tell men that they're trans? Do You think that plays a part in it?
1: I don't know. I mean, I think that that could play a part in in it, but I think that that this, you know, happens even in long-term relationships. yeah, um and and really what what you know, when people have been questioned, it's because the guys lose their shit because then they're having this like, Oh, I'm gay. I'm not gay. I'm gay. I'm not gay. Instead of like they're dating a woman, mm-hmm. um, yeah, yeah, with, yeah. You know, that happens to have a penis or not, right? Um, depending on you know what surgeries, but yeah, it, it. And then of course you know their their guy friends razz them if they yeah. find out. And so a lot of lot of trans women are in secret relationships with men.
0: Well, I understand guys not telling and I understand it hurts the girl, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Because you don't want to be ashamed before you're dating, by the same token, you mm-hmm. want to keep them safe. So cause sometimes that can be a real what do I do moment, you know? Um, yeah, I, remember I was attacked one time by a guy I was dating because I didn't tell him I was trans, but mm-hmm. we weren't doing anything other than like just dating, like going out to movies, going out to dinner and stuff like that, right. so I didn't really see a reason to. I don't usually tell people that until we're, we're going to get intimate. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, or unless it's getting serious. But he found out I wasn't trans and that I, I was trans and he flipped his lid and I'm like, okay. <laughs> you know? yeah. It, it's, tra- dating while trans can be a very, very uh, tricky, tricky, tricky thing.
1: Well, uh, yeah. When do you tell people, um, if you're a like when do you tell people if you've had surgeries like there's been a lot of talk about like if you've had bottom surgery do you tell anybody right like you know and some people don't and then it comes out later but i mean that's up to you i feel like you know you are you going to tell you know your partner everything god i hope not that's weird if you tell them everything it is but like but those those things are kind of important also if there's like a medical Emergency. Well, and on the same token, too,
0: like if I was a cis man and I met a girl, you know, and I fell in love with her and I wanted to have kids and I found Mm -hmm. out she was trans, Mm -hmm. well, obviously I can't have biological children with this woman. So that's why, I mean, I think it's important for the the person to have a That could happen with a cis
1: woman, though, too. Exactly, exactly. You know, that's that's the argument girls
0: use. Well, I don't have to tell because a cis woman couldn't get pregnant and I can tell I have endometriosis. Well,
1: yeah, I, I feel like lying. Yeah. I mean, you should be comfortable enough with your partner to be transparent with them. Right. I just feel like some stuff, like you don't need to tell anybody, you know, you have the right to, to have body autonomy and not tell people everything. Mm-hmm. But also if you're in a relationship that you are scared to tell them because you're scared that they will I mean, it's it would be better to be a little bit more transparent about it. But yes, it's a very, very hard, like, when do you tell them?
0: Yeah. Moving on, Laura Spencer from Good Morning America, shame on you, making fun of Prince George because he likes to, he's in ballet class, and she literally laughed on air, a boy in ballet, and made a big laugh about it.
1: Uh, there's a lot of men that make a lot of money being in ballet. Right, I mean, a lot of men are chefs. Yeah. You
0: can make fun of them too because that's typically a woman should be in the kitchen profession. Like, I don't know. She apologized for it, but to me it was like she apologized because she got called out. Uh huh. You know, and I don't understand why they thought it was funny that a little six year old boy was in ballet and felt the need to laugh. You know, he might not have seen that, but there might have been other little boys getting ready for school that said, oh, I wanted to do ballet, but I'm not going to do it because they think it's funny and they're going to laugh at me. Right. I think that's a horrible example to set, and I think that her apology is not enough, but that's just my opinion on that.
1: Well, I think that there's a lot of, oh, wait, I guess I should apologize because that's good PR. Yeah. But really, they've already done it, and I think that people that are trans, people and trans supporters, already know Mm -hmm. that that's like, that's kind of like the whole Victoria's Secret thing. That's great that you have a trans angel. Um, That's really interesting that it came, like, on the heels of this bullshit mm-hmm. so uh, I don't I mean it would take an awful lot for Chick-fil-A to like get back in good graces with queer community
0: oh speaking of Chick-fil-A you might find this interesting Yeah, I lived in San Antonio for a long time mm-hmm. and I used to um, do shows and actually worked for a very short time at this bar mm-hmm. called The Pegasus well, the owner is a staunch Republican and he's not running for Republican congressional seat. Mm. So a lot of the people in San Antonio are boycotting his bar and his answer is, well, I'm turning over all the financials and management so it doesn't appear a conflict of interest. Dude, get a fucking clue. You're a fucking gay man, you're against trans people and you're voting for and standing for a bigot, a bigot in
1: Texas and you're Hispanic. What? Well, Hello, Maro Garza. Yeah, I, you know, Uh, That's another, you know, community, the the Hispanic community is, you know, the machismo is, like, very much, like, I've known quite a few women that, like, it is, like, they're not supposed to cut their hair. They're supposed to grow it as long as possible because girls have long hair and boys have short hair. And, like, that's very, very pounded into kids. Um, But when, where does that come from? It doesn't come from indigenous community. It comes from... Spaniards.
0: Yeah. Well, and in this case, I think this particular person is just acting out of privilege and not just really... Just a dick. Care. Yeah. I think he's <laughs> just a dick. You know what I mean? But I wasn't surprised. You know, when I worked there, it was kind of a little strange is all I'll say, but um, I, I, all these law cabin Republicans endorsing Trump and all these gay people that support him and endorse him and stand up for him, I just, I don't get it. I think that they're Biden to the I think they're traitors. And I have... No use for people, and especially in our own community, to stand up for this bigotry yeah. and endorse it. I, I don't.
1: I don't understand being pro Republican at this at this point in the game because pro Republican means pro white, right. pro cis, pro straight, pro men. Right. Um, Pro wealth, yeah, and some trans people do have those privileges. You know, they do. And those vote are the ones that categories. are voting for Trump. They're supporting yeah, him. Yeah, but but also they need to kind of look at what's happening because they can very easily be swept into, you know, the minority category. It just takes a couple of votes, and yeah. and you know if if um, you know our president right now is any indication of what could happen, mm-hmm. like wake up. Yeah. The Republican Party has been having a hard time not being wealthy white. You know, they have not been good about, you know, immigration. They've not been good about any kind of people of color.
0: Yeah, you know, they've had a couple people resign after they... (laughs) A couple... There were so many people that resigned this, Right, but it's this like this
1: administration. Then they, no,
0: from long Republicans after oh, okay. they endorsed him. Yeah. But then they have this thing that says, thank you, Mr. President, for accepting our endorsement for your re-election. We're with you. That's just disgusting. I, I, I can't. I, I just... And then they put out this article about, oh, all these things Trump did for us. And they're all lies. I'm like, are you serious? I just, I don't understand okay.
1: it. Did for who? For who? For the gay he? community. Mm-hmm, mm, yeah. Really, like, you know, pulling back, I don't mm. know, maybe men, um, men can be, you know.
0: Yeah, and of course, this cis man, of course, extra. is the face of law cabinet Republicans.
1: Oh, he Imagine looks like a that. baby Huey. I know, It um, does not look like sorry a baby to, Huey, not Sorry to, comment he? on his looks, but really, like, he looks like I was raised rich, I went to Yale, and I'm in, a, I'm in one of the top fraternities that, you know, where hazing is absolutely okay. Getting away from politics. Yes. Um, (laughs) Although, you know, the person is political. The personal is political. Um, So I had put out an article, a few, and actually I think I talked about it on one episode of the podcast, where a woman, um, the article's quote is, my daughter thinks she's transgender. Her public school undermined my efforts to help her. About um, his child's transition. So... There's kind of rebut- rebuttal after that went out of people writing in and saying, yeah, it's really not up to you. Um, one of the things is I don't profess to understand how someone is transgender, although I believe that it's an inherent part of who they are and not a choice, because why would someone make truly difficult choice in this society? But as a parent, one of our jobs is to support our kids, to work with them and get them ready to be adults. Um, it's really, you know, the the idea behind that article was, well, how does my kid know? You know, they keep flipping and flopping, and it's like, that, but that's development. Yeah. Like, what kid doesn't go through, like, a hip-hop, uh, goth, uh, you know, who knows? Like, I'm going to just wear all black, mm-hmm. um, emo, whatever they, you know, have now these days with these kids. You know, kids go through phases. Mm-hmm. But what's really cool is that, checking out gender and actually considering that gender is not stasis.
0: Right, right.
1: I mean, you know, that's really kind of neat mm-hmm. because it's allowing people to actually question it and question society and mm-hmm. how we actually look at people. Yeah. Younger people are quite a lot more flexible. Right. It's the parents that are having the problems. It's the teachers that are having the problems. I think I mentioned bepo- before there's a. there was a... Um, uh, GSA that I work with and the kids wanted to call it Queer Alliance right. and the principal or the vice principal said no 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 we can't call it Queer Alliance because that that word is a problem and I'm like well it's only a problem with you and yeah. probably some of the other parents but the kids that's what they wanted yeah. but clearly it wasn't about what the kids wanted it was about what was going to be acceptable yeah, and I, not that I think that kids should always call all the shots because they're they're operating on a limited um, understanding of everything. Right. But if you say that the kids can, you know, name a club, let them name, name the fucking club. Yeah. God. But yeah. there were there were lots of there were lots of things where I wanted to bring like window window chalk and like that totally can be washed off, mm-hmm. and they were like, oh no, can't do that. And then I said, well, okay, can we you. Chalk on the middle uh, in the breezeway. Mm-hmm. Oh well, you know we're having. I'm like, oh my god, are you joking? Like it's freaking chalk. Take a hose. Yeah, it's Las Vegas, so like it won't it won't wash off, you know, right away. But still, like, <laughs> fucking ridiculous. Anyway. I, I I sort of understand
0: why parents nowadays are having trouble with young kids are coming out with gender issues because parents aren't taking the opportunities to educate themselves about it. Mm -hmm. They're just, oh, it's wrong. Oh, but now my kid has it, now I have to deal with it. And a lot of times, by the time that happens, it's too late for them to wrap their heads around the right way to deal with it. Right. So I guess in essence what I'm saying is if you're never a bigot, it's always easier to handle somebody who's different. Yeah. Does that make sense?
1: Mm -hmm.
0: You know? So, yeah, I don't know.
1: Well, I mean, I've heard uh, from a lot of kids that you know, they have parents who are friends with gay people and, you know, are like, well, I'm totally accepting, but as soon as their kids come out as gay or trans, mm-hmm. then, they ha- then it's a problem. It's all, all, all automatically a problem, and it's like, so it's okay if you have a friend that does it, or your hairdresser, or your interior designer, but not if you're a kid. And that's, a, that's heartbreaking.
0: You know, here's the issue I have with some parents of trans youth. Make decisions for your trans kids, but don't make decisions for the community. And don't come out like, oh, I'm an ally and I'm an advocate because I have a trans child. Having a trans child does not make you an advocate, it does not make you an ally, and it does not give you the right to speak for us.
1: It makes you, an you can be an advocate for your kid. Right. But it doesn't make you an authority, and if you want to do something for the trans community, make a parent's group, make a SAFA, significant other friends, family, and ally group, and then have trans people that are adults come in and talk because you really don't know.
0: Yeah, I have an issue with, um, with one particular trans parent, and I won't say their name, um, but taking jobs that were meant for trans people and stuff like that. To me, be an advocate for parents. Be an advocate for trans people, but like, don't step in and take jobs that were kind of destined for trans people. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you're a cis white passing woman. You can go get a job anywhere you want if that's what you really want to do. I appreciate the effort, but to me, kind of just leave us to our own, I guess. I don't know. Anyway, um, moving on. Interesting. Um, <laughs> Malaysia Booker was murdered back in May, um, a month after she was beat up in Dallas.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, Malaysia was a friend of mine. I talked to her on Facebook frequently. I her, knew her when I lived in Texas. Um, and she, the guy that beat her up is about to go on trial. And the lawyers for the man that is on trial for assaulting her are saying that the victim should be identified by their birth gender and their birth name because they're afraid that if they use female pronouns in her female name, that they'll prejudice the jury. Uh, no, I think if they use the
1: wrong pronouns and the wrong names, that And then be... they take a gander at a person. Right, Jesus. right, right, right. Do you want to get somebody killed? Because that's probably what's going to happen, but okay.
0: Right, 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 right. You know? Um... Here the defense attorneys objected, saying that Pierre Booker, that was Malaysia's legal birth name, is legally a male by gender. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the name of Malaysia Booker could have the wrong, jury wrongfully conclude that Pierre is female, and this is prejudice for against our client who is male. It's not prejudicial to honor somebody for who they are to recognize somebody for who they are. Um, I mean, if you had a client who was biracial,
1: mm-hmm.
0: would you go into a trial saying, oh, you can't say that they were black because they were mixed, or you can't say that they were white because they were mixed, because that would prejudice the jury. Right. That's the first time I've ever heard a defense attorney try and use that argument, and to me, that is completely out of bullshit. Uh,
1: yeah, that's, that's ignorance, and that's, um, I understand that our society, when we look at things, you know, we have to look at like the larger society and kind of what they're, you know, in court because you are going to be probably, But why don't they get um, some peers? Why don't they get a bunch of trans people to be the jury? Mm -hmm. You know, since those are actually the peers. Mm -hmm. The way that our justice, quote, justice system is, it's fucked up. It's based on how much money you have. It's based on, you know, how how good the lawyer is at like, sussing out people that they feel like would be uh have prejudice but like how do you do that like it is not it is not your peers
0: no and judges should not get to decide anybody's identity yep I mean, that would be like me looking at a judge and going, oh, you know what? I don't think you're black enough, so I'm not going to allow the jury to hear your case as a black man.
1: Oh, no, you don't see judgy enough, so I, I, think, yeah. that, I think that, you know, even though we call you judge, we're not going to call or someone who's a doctor. Oh, well, you know, you don't really seem like a doctor, even though you went to the school and you've earned those letters, so I'm not going to call you a doctor. Like, that's ridiculous. Uh, but really for trans people they earn their fucking gender yeah. they earn their gender however they identify their gender they earn their goddamn gender um, and that takes a lot of work and it's flow it's swimming upstream the whole way so yeah not that I'm not saying that being trans is like being a doctor but kinda it, it might take yeah. as many years to like figure
0: your shit out it's really frustrating as we have to wait and see, you know, I'm going to follow the trial really close and see what happens. Um, I'm actually trying to look for some time so I can go out to Dallas and see if I can sit and just listen to part of it. But, you know, still, it's I'm sick and tired of these trans women getting murdered and then getting disrespected just because people disagree with who they are. I disagree with a lot of people, but that doesn't mean after they die, I'm going to disrespect them, you know? Yeah. And for anybody to think that's okay for people to do that, they're fucked up in the head.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, it's just... it's. I mean, we've had 17 trans women murdered this year. That's the first time I've ever heard of anybody in a jury case saying, "Oh, I don't want her, her, her to be properly identified because mm-hmm. it's going to prejudice the jury." He needs to be prejudiced. He murdered her or he attacked her mm-hmm. because she was trans. Yeah. That's why he attacked her. Yep. That's,
1: That's the whole premise crime. of the case.
0: That's a hate crime. Um, well, and if they if they get Malaysia legally identified as male, mm-hmm. then he won't be able to be charged with the hate crime either. That's the other part of that.
1: Well, I mean. They can also, I mean, do you think that they're using, like, the, the gay panic defense, the trans panic defense thing? This is Texas. Who the fuck knows? I mean, <laughs> so I, some states, I know that that's not a thing anymore, but I really wish that some of these, um, you know, these true crime, like, podcast, true crime, like, news things would actually report on the one gal that was killed in, not San Francisco, right outside of San Francisco. She was trans, and that was the first... Gay panic defense. Oh
0: yeah, you know what yeah, I'm yeah, talking yeah, about. It was yeah, like yeah. years ago. Yeah.
1: But that like started off a whole like premise for you know, mm-hmm. like the panic defense, and and that's a problem. That's yeah. a problem. But that uh, we I, we need to address that.
0: Yeah, we do. How we address some of these things, I don't know. It's really frustrating because like it seems like things are just going to keep getting worse and worse and worse, and like trans murders are not going to be ever addressed. How are they gonna get addressed?
1: How? There's gonna, it's gonna have to be someone who is probably wealthy or famous or both to be murdered in that way to get any kind of press, which is, which sucks. Yeah, cause it. But that's kind of how this kind of stuff is, where any, any kind of minority group, unfortunately, you know, gets kind of shit treatment. I don't know.
0: It's it's been kind of a little frustrating for me, like, I guess this week in general, just because of hearing all the things about Trump. And it just, it's, it gets to be too much sometimes, you know? And it's like, it's hard not being trans, you know? And when things are good for us, that's one thing. But when things are bad, like they are now, sometimes I don't know how we as trans people are expected to hold our head up and just keep getting up every day and keep going. But we do. But we do, because we're resilient. Well, like, and we learned we have to do that. We don't uh, have a choice.
1: On one hand, like, it is hard. It's hard and it's... it's it's. I don't want to say it's harder than it's ever been because I don't think that that's true. But in some in some of us, some of our lives, it might be harder. But on the other hand, like, we have a lot more press out on mm-hmm. trans stuff. They're actually reporting trans Yes, right. They're actually reporting on trans stuff. They're reporting on, you know, mainstream things. Are reporting on trans trans um, incidences and trans people and trans actors and and all this. Um, so that's good, but unfortunately, with the reporting on trans, they don't really talk about what it means to be trans in right. these reports. They just talk about kind of the victimization or like these people are transitioning or this family. God I found this really gross article. Um, but about mom is dad and dad is mom and mm. and really one of the people is gender fluid and so it's not really and it's like oh they're acting like that's the first couple that's that are trans that have ever had a kid where someone who identifies as the father carried the carried the child, you know. <laughs> um,
0: yeah, that so, just happened recently with a couple out of Chicago. Um, they're making a big deal out of it because they're popular. Oh, this yeah. isn't, this isn't, the, yeah. this
1: isn't the couple, but it's like, it's, it's... Uh, to me, it's,
0: it's, fru- it's frustrating because people who do it every day, mm-hmm. like, you know, other, trans men carry, get pregnant every day and carry mm-hmm. their own children, right. so why? This particular couple i'm talking mm-hmm. about was in the media because they're doing because they're popular in the trans community mm-hmm. to me they're getting their platform and right. getting the kudos for something mm-hmm. that's done every day and i don't know that that needs to happen but it is it is it starts the conversation off but why is the to... only conversation starting with the paint with the famous the popular people
1: well that's i mean what about that freaking one guy that very very was very upfront about five years ago. What was his name? The name was Thomas Beatty, but that's the only thing he was ever in the news about. He no, wasn't an activist. No. no, he did stuff before he transitioned. He was like, he was Oh, he was the beauty th- queen. Yeah, he right. was kind of a, 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 a I mean, seem like kind of like just I want I want attention I want attention yeah. I want attention so I'm gonna do this and then I'm gonna yeah. tell people I want attention yeah. Um, yeah which is fucking annoying anyway people like that um <laughs> yeah that's that. why I don't
0: that's why I'm not down with the whole Thomas Beatty story because to me he did it to be a media whore mm-hmm. and to get attention for himself and to get money in his pocket that was the word I was looking yeah for. <laughs> and I, I mean you know I think it's a very personal decision when pregnant trans men choose to talk about that mm-hmm. and having gone through that situation we my husband and I were very careful about we talked about that too for a lot of reasons the main reason was for the privacy of our child right right and I don't think he stopped to think about that right you know, and it was no, kind of interesting because when they got divorced, him. all of a sudden mm-hmm. she was like, "Oh, he's a man; he's carrying our child." But when they got mm-hmm. divorced, she's like, "Oh yeah, no, he's not the parent," and all this other stuff, mm-hmm. and try to. So it got to be really messy. Oh, but right, um, yeah, I don't think that I don't think that being a media whore just because you're pregnant trans man is the smartest mm-hmm. thing to do. But that's just my opinion of that.
1: If if it opens up a conversation about health care, I think it's good. But if it's about you, 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 then I have a problem with that. And and BD, that, that's what it was. It was about him.
0: But here begs the question, how is it really educating people seeing a tra- pregnant trans man? They don't know what they go through. Mm-hmm. The doctors aren't getting more information about it. But
1: that's what I'm talking about. Like, if, if they do talk about the incidences and things that happen while they're pregnant. That's one thing, not just like, oh, look, pregnant trans man. Like, it opens up a conversation if they actually talk about, you know, we're not the only ones that do it. Like, use it as a platform for saying, we're not the only ones. Like, this is not a new thing. We just happen to be public about it. But also, like, kind of helping other people step up who are doing this. Like, there's a lot of trans guys that before they transitioned, They had a kid right right and then they become trans and like they sometimes they still identify as a mom Mm -hmm. and that's okay (laughs) because that Mm -hmm. is their relationship in their home with their kid Um, and it's not really anybody else's business right but it, and just like, oh, you know, makes it hard on the kid. And I'm like, actually, right. kids are extremely understanding. Right. Like they're kind of okay with stuff. And guess what? If
0: a pregnant trans man wants to breastfeed, that doesn't make him any less of a man. It just means he wants the best for his child. In his opinion, and they have a right to do that.
1: You no, know, historically, like, you know? like, people can spontaneously lactate, mm-hmm. and there have been cis men that have been able to breastfeed their children. Um, I remember reading an article about that, and I was like, oh, that's so cool, but it has to do with, like, your hormones, and, like, if you're having your kid latch on, like, that will start, you know, so people who've never had a kid can breastfeed, um, because it stimulates your body, oh, I need to feed someone, Yeah. (laughs) like, I really need to feed this baby, I'm kind of (laughs) glad
0: Owen chose not to breastfeed, because I, I, I don't have an aversion to it. If that's what you want to do for your child, that's mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. But to me, I just don't like seeing women whip out their breast in public to feed their kids. Oh. I mean I it doesn't it's not that it bothers me, it's just it does bother you though. Well, I just don't want my husband doing that. Yeah. No. If that makes sense. Maybe it's because he is trans. Mm-hmm. Maybe it wouldn't bother me so much if it was a cis female. But you think but you said that you don't like it when women I do just that. I don't like it, but I know mm-hmm. it's a, it's a natural thing. It doesn't
1: bother me, mm-hmm. I just but then again, I'm not attracted to tits either. So right. that's my thing. But yeah, I'm on the other end of that argument because I'm like, I don't, I really think that everybody should be able to go topless in the summer. Cause freaking what's sweatier than underbeats, well, okay? I, I like seriously. They, yeah, no, I think that they should be,
0: uh, I think that they should be allowed to go topless. You know, like in Toronto, they can mm-hmm. go topless in the streets when mm-hmm. we can. In New York, yeah. And to cover up a nipple is stupid. Everything yeah. is still out there, so just because you cover up your nipple with a Band-Aid does not mean that you're but not topless. But what kind,
1: what kind of nipple are we covering up? Because only some people's nipples you have to cover up, other people's you don't. Right. And that's, that's the ridiculous thing. It's right. either all or none. We can't do this like...
0: No, my nun my <laughs> none with the breastfeeding is like I was sitting at dinner one day with some friends of mine mm-hmm. who had a newborn. We were just having conversation. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, there's a tit sitting on the table, and this kid's eating, and I'm like, mm-hmm. I get that's a natural dinner taste. served. Right, <laughs> but I was just like, oh, well, hello, here we are. Right. You know? And I'm not for women having to cover up. I mean, I wouldn't want to have, a, have to have a towel thrown over my face every time mm-hmm. I wanted to eat. Right. I'm not saying that they should cover up. For me, it's just, and I know, I, again, I know it's a natural thing, but every time mm-hmm. I see it in public, I'm just kind of like, oh, oh, oh,
1: okay. Yeah, but <laughs> I think that, that that might have to be, have to do with, like, our the aversion to like seeing breasts or like yeah. see because we want to wow. see cleavage but then as soon as it's used to feed someone we're like oh god oh god and well, it's, I, like, well <laughs> it,
0: it's funny it didn't bother me as much after i had top surgery so i think uh-huh. that was part of my
1: oh maybe my issues yeah
0: fuck. i become more attracted to to <laughs> To breast after I transition if that makes oh. sense. I don't know why. Well might yeah. I because my mine are gone, so I have to look at my own. I don't know. Right. Yeah. Boobies oh. are okay though. As long as they don't <laughs> smack me in the face. Oh god. There's one of my there's this girl that comes in here and every time she sees she got me good one day. She like with me and shit and I'm like, mm-hmm. whatever. <laughs> but I was standing by the bar and all of a sudden I heard blue and I turned around. She's taller than me. Uh-huh. So I turned Your around. Your face is I was right in the there. And she goes,
1: boo, boo, boo. I'm like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> all the sweatiness. All yeah, the... No. <laughs> Especially we're in Vegas. No. So, like...
0: <laughs> no. No boob sweat. No boob sweat. That's where I crossed my line the boob sweat. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh God. And the
0: boob lint. No. Oh,
1: yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I feel like human bodies are human bodies and we should be able to, like, Expose or not expose as much as we can. we want to, yeah. without the fear of being harassed, assaulted, talked to. Like, I think it's weird that you can't take your kid to the beach and let them run into the water without their diaper right. and without anything else. Like, they're gonna shit or pee yeah like that happens most people do in the ocean anyway i hear (laughs) so it's well not shit but you know what i'm saying yeah but like with kids but then we're like oh you know the pedophiles and blah blah I'm like but you are sexualizing this baby (laughs) there's always going to be people that are creepers and do that but like we us wanting to cover up and like not take pictures of our kids naked i'm not saying being sexual i'm saying like yeah. We we are so weird about nudity.
0: <laughs> I was at the
1: beach with a friend
0: of mine in San Diego, who's a model, I mean she's mm-hmm. gorgeous, gorgeous, mm-hmm. trans woman.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, <laughs> There's a little boy with his mom laying about maybe five feet away mm-hmm. You know and he kind of kept looking at us and we were like whatever not paying attention to it. But mm-hmm. well, we got up we got her at the beach to- Yeah, okay. and we got our stuff together and we We're gonna go in the water and then we we're gonna leave and we stood up and he looked at her and he had to be maybe Four or five uh-huh. and he points at right at her chest. He mm-hmm. goes silicone. Like, oh my <laughs> oh And He was right, but I was like oh no who the hell taught this little boy what silicone looks like especially so compressed And Chris just
1: kind of looked at me and I'm like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I guess I, I guess the kid was hungry but knew that maybe know. but people can still breastfeed with silicone I, I don't know what I, that I mean that I, I, I
0: like never that thought to teach my young child the difference between silicone breast
1: and natural breast no, but that, hey what do I know that has to do with like what the parents are saying at home because kids are freaking parents but that's the whole thing there's a difference between you can kind of tell who's has the boobs and who's got who's not be- because of the mm. way that they sit so especially in a swimsuit mm. <laughs> like if they don't fall into your armpits they're probably kind of you know so <laughs> or saline now right mm.
0: <laughs> yes so here's an interesting article this might be an interesting topic of conversation in Idaho they recently what'd you call me Idaho you hoe, Idaho <laughs> I'll be the hoe today I don't mind being the hoe um they ruled that um, the prison system in Idaho has to pay for SR surgeries and a lot of people are like you know prisoners shouldn't be having SR surgeries and if they do they should pay for it on their own dime and blah 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 what
1: with the cent the pennies that they pay them a day to do freaking hard labor
0: right for instance one guy posted, I disagree with this if you're a prisoner you have less you lose rights as a citizen
1: yeah. They do. They're not allowed to be out. They can't vote. They can't. Right. But those are the
0: rights that they lose. And my argument to that was, okay, so if a prisoner has HIV, Mm. does that mean that they don't get their HIV med just because they're a prisoner?
1: Well, that happens a lot, but
0: yeah. Right. But like, people, and there was a cis guy that said that, so Mm. it's, you know, but... They made comments like, I have no issue with trans, but you do it on your own dime.
1: Well, But then you do have an issue
0: with trans. Right, exactly. Because that's part of you know, being trans um, um, is that. And people have to understand that trans is a medical issue with some people. And you know, just because somebody's in prison, there are lots of people that are innocent in that are in prison, number one. Number two, just because they're a prisoner does not mean that they lose the right to be who they are. Yes. They don't lose the right to their authenticity. And they cannot get housed correctly with the wrong body parts. So that's another another reason why trans prisoners should be allowed SRS surgery. Yeah. If we allowed it on Medicaid just because they're in prison doesn't mean they shouldn't be allowed treatment for a yeah. medical disorder which is what being transgender is it is in the dsm for a reason
1: yeah. i mean is i don't feel like it's something that most people would want to do i think that the idea though and I, this is what the argument that i've heard is that well you know of course men are going to want to transition to women so they can go into the women's prison and and be predatory, and um, and it be safer, or whatever, what to not be raped. Okay, but I don't think that people are going gonna go to that length because when you start taking estrogen, it shuts all that stuff down. hmm Um, so you know, being predatory. You're going to be predatory whether you, you know, either way. Like, you know, there are creepers, who are trans people too. But I don't think that that's going to be a, a reason for someone to transition. Right. And yeah, I feel like I, I kind of, Sir, I don't know. I mean, getting full surgeries, if, if Medicaid is paying for it, I think yes. Um, sometimes it is, sometimes it's not.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. Somebody just posted on that article about that, it said, Taxpayers should not be forced to pay for transgender surgery. There are far more important things to fund, like food for hungry children. It is not their fault, but inmates in prison are generally guilty, and instead of committing crimes, they should be working and paying for their own surgeries, because this is not a life or death situation. But it is for some Right, people. and, and a, a, a comment like that just shows the ignorance. Mm-hmm. Of somebody who doesn't know what they're talking about
1: well then we shouldn't be paying for any kind of cancer like lung cancer because those people smoked or I try and save paying, their life
0: they're gonna die anyway yeah we prison. shouldn't
1: be paying for any kind of um, uh, you know people that have diabetes mm-hmm. the diabetes too because they did that to themselves you know we some people have get lung cancer and they never smoked a day in their life
0: that was my mom like, yeah
1: there is like we have this kind of misconception about our health is in our hands. Like we have a misconception that that, you know, a person who's healthy, mm-hmm. who's not disabled is it's because of their own uh, their own doing, mm-hmm. or like they are like, um, what is that word when you are? When you, uh, because God likes you, He's gonna make you rich. What is that? Do you know what I'm talking about? There's yeah, a word I don't for know. This. But it's that kind of thing where, like, blessed. You blessed by God. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You know, because because you are, you know, white because you're wealthy. Well, you know, that's just getting a blessing. Well, that could be with health, but some people have chronic health problems. And everyone will be disabled at one point or another in their life. Even if you freaking break your foot, you're going to be disabled. Mm-hmm. Um, so when we talk about health care, we really need to, like, not shame people. Because like, everybody does shit that they shouldn't be doing. Yeah. Some people work out too much, and then they freaking blow out their knees. Should we not pay for that, too? Like, people are in sports. People are, you know, uh Mm, 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 mm. Um, back to I kind of want to go back to like the significant others of trans people Mm. though and the reason that I want to talk about that is like we have mentioned before that like when someone transitions like their partner and transitions too but you know people that are with somebody that transition they need to get help they need yeah, they to, do. like, have someone to vent to because there might be shit happening and that, that their partner does not need to hear. Yeah. Like, because they have their own mind stuff to mm-hmm. deal with. They Because sometimes, like, if you are gay mm-hmm. and your partner transitions, does that not make you gay? Like, a lot of people question yeah. that. They're like, well, what is your identity now? Because it's not... Gay, so what is it?
0: Yeah, I used to run a support group called Together. It was mm-hmm. specifically for couples who were together before one of them transitioned. You know, and it was mm-hmm. really neat because the way I had it set up was it start, it started in different parts of the house. So we started like, you know, at the front door, talking about the basics of does it feel for this partner to have somebody transitioning. Mm-hmm. And then we move into like the front room. Sure. You know, we get a little bit more comfortable and talk about other stuff. We go into the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Well what's the manly role in the kitchen? Can I still do this because I'm transitioning? Like mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah. Go to the bedroom. To the, just the whole house and it may sound really strange mm-hmm. but it actually makes a lot of sense because when you mm-hmm. think about a house and a marriage they're very there are, similar there are s- sex designated zones right it's a foundation houses, yeah. that and yeah and you know some of these it, and sometimes they the outcome was that i cannot be with this person because they transition i'm not attracted to a man i don't want to be with the man mm-hmm. that is unfortunately for the other for the other person that mm-hmm. is a legitimate feeling yeah
1: and there is there is things that change, especially, you know, when people you know choose or cannot take hormones. Mm-hmm. It's one thing, but when people start doing hormones, it does change you. It changes your fucking brain structure. It right. changes how you feel things. How you it changes your smell. It changes everything.
0: See, my question is, what I don't understand. I guess I don't. I don't want to say I don't understand it. Mm-hmm. Um, when you know, lesbians with another lesbian, and one of them transitions. Mm-hmm. And then the one part is like, well, I'm still a lesbian. Uh, it's a label issue, you know? And I, for me as a trans man, if I had a partner who's consistently told everybody I'm a lesbian,
1: mm-hmm.
0: it would kind of look at, they'd look at me like, well, she's a lesbian, why is she with you?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I don't know if that's having to get rid of the label or, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, mm-hmm. why is that label so important to hang on to? Instead of just saying, this is the person that I love.
1: I think it has to do with with communities. Mm -hmm. So if you're in, so the lesbian communities are
0: bad about that. Well, lesbian
1: community and some. I mean, there's yeah, yeah. I mean, I think the lesbian and the gay communities really struggle mm -hmm. with that. Um, Sometimes they're more flexible. Sometimes they're more accepting, but. I think straight communities do, too. If you are in a straight relationship and then one of your partners transitions, you are not in a straight relationship anymore. I mean, you... So you're going to be coming into the gay community at a very late time in life or a later time in life, and what does that mean Mm. for, like, your whole life, you not, you know, being inducted into the gay community and also as a trans person, like, that becomes very hard and so I, I actually know a lot of trans people that identify as gay or lesbian and like like trans men that identify as lesbians right. um, because that's the community that they live in and they've grown up in and that they feel comfortable in and I've you know yeah. And I'm actually, not saying there's anything
0: wrong with it mm-hmm. I'm just trying to understand because like you know some people are just so wrapped around labels they have to have a label for themselves mm-hmm. and for me I just happen to think that that's not quite so important you know yeah. um, and it's hard for somebody you know because there are straight men who mm. transition every day. So somebody who was never, ever in the LGBT community all of a sudden to be thrown into that because all of a sudden they do come out and transition, can be hard. Yeah. You know? Especially if they didn't want to be a part of that community.
1: Yeah. And
0: I don't blame them for not wanting to be part of that community. Sometimes I don't want to be part of this community because sometimes they just really suck. Yeah, but, well, every you know.
1: community has douchers. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it is very, very hard. In some places, they're a little bit more black and white. I've actually found that mid-sized cities have a harder time Mm. with communities where smaller communities like smaller towns that have like one or two gay bars like everybody goes to the gay bar you don't have like the gay men's Mm. bar and like the lesbian bar which you never have a lesbian bar it's like a lesbian night let's get real um and you know but usually a lot of those times they have a gay bar where everybody goes to and it's just like the queer bar um, and so there's a lot yeah. more intermingling, yeah. but when, like, even in L.A., like, there's about a shit ton, there's no lesbian bars. There's lesbian nights. In L.A., there's yeah. no lesbian yep. bars? the last one, the Palms, uh, shut down. There was a great one in San Diego called Gossip yeah. Girl. Oh, yeah. It's a fucking is it, amazing bar. Is it all the time? Is it all the time? Oh, like yeah. I mean, guys go
0: in there, but yeah. it's, yeah.
1: It's like, there's people who do, there's lesbian attacks, where, like, I've been to those, and, like, all the lesbians go into a straight bar and pretty much take over without really telling the owners or anything, but they're not going to turn them away. Right. But it's really interesting to watch like frat guys come in and go, Oh, eh, eh. like they don't know what to think. They're like, Oh, a bunch of women, and then they're like, Wait, these women are all with other women. And then they're like, Oh, yay! And then they're like, Wait, this is no, this isn't going to happen. It? <laughs>
0: that cracks me up when guys come in here and they sit and not have a drink, talking to uh, a girl, and then, and then they don't hit, they're like, Oh, oh, shit, that's like, Yes, yeah, so this is a yeah
1: well, I mean, you know. But they don't leave. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's at work. Yeah. Uh, the other day I, I had mentioned, I'm like, I, it was like my birthday. So I was like, hey, we should, hey. I was like, well, do you guys want to go? And they're like, yeah, yeah. Okay, so everybody's going to go to the gay bar with me. And everybody just got kind of really uncomfortable and just uh-huh. looked at me. And I was like. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm gonna go in the other room now. Like, I don't have very many uncomfortable moments with people at work, because they're pretty cool, but like it became uh weird yeah and i didn't want it to be weird but also like if it's uh, my yeah. birthday i want i don't want to go to a fucking straight bar no that's scary <laughs> yeah no and also like there's nothing for me there everyone's in a while, there'll be somebody there i mean you know like like there's nothing like what
0: i had a friend of mine who got mad at me because i'd never go out with them with their bar for their birthday but mm-hmm. they would never go to a gay bar with me i'm yeah. like well, why am i gonna go to your bar with you if you'll never go to my bar with me right right i'm not that that works both ways you know
1: I don't know. It's just, anyway, um, I think, you know, we should probably wrap up, but uh, well, you know, thanks everybody for listening. We really, really appreciate it. Um, you know, questions, comments, concerns, we always want to hear from you. You can leave us messages on anchor and you can email us and you can get a hold of us on Facebook, a messenger. Um, yeah, harass us. We want it
0: please do we like it Mm -hmm. kind of turns us on
1: yeah and uh we're kind of working on some logos and stuff so hopefully we'll have some like really awesome merch yeah maybe in the next couple months what kind of
0: promo merch would you want what colors do you want t-shirts right Uh, yeah give us some feedback thongs do
1: you want some thongs like speedos nipple tassels see we should do that <gasps> nipple, nipple tassels. tassels can we do nipple tassels amazing. yeah let's do nipple tassels like homemade homemade make tass- nipple tassels anyway <laughs> <Do it. laughs> i hope everybody has a really good week everybody have a great week we'll talk to you <laughs> later bye for now bye